You're listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the Internet to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web shapes popular opinion, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com. Steve Greenhut, opinion page senior writer uh, and columnist at the Orange County Register, together with Barbara Marshman, uh, the opinion page editor of the San Jose Mercury News, go on the record online. We really try to do uh, reasoned arguments and publish reasoned arguments, and and we try to encourage uh, civil debate. Um, we have an area where where we're you know we're not um, you know there 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 are often two sides of the story. It's 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 ironic. It's a strong business area. At the same time, it's uh, labor is strong here in some areas, and you you get these real debates going. And and what you tend to have on the web often is folks you know shouting at each other and and. Uh, you know, name calling and and I mean, the, the more outrageous you are on the web, the that 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 sort of success on the web. Hey, everybody! Thanks for downloading this episode of On the Record Online, the podcast that brings you the story behind the story. I keep saying it over and over again. Those of you who are regular listeners are getting mad, but new listeners may not have heard it before. Uh, we do in-depth, one-on-one interviews with journalists from the mainstream media, as well as, from time to time, conversations with bloggers, podcasters, and newsmakers about how technology is changing and threatening to disrupt the mainstream media business as we know it. I'm Eric Schwartzman, your host. Today we have a um, conversation with Barbara Marshman. She is the opinion page editor at the San Jose Mercury News, circulation of just over a quarter million um, so she oversees all three sections of the opinion page, the editorials, the columns, and the letters to the editor. And we also have Steve Greenhut. He is an opinion page writer and columnist at the Orange County Register. That is a libertarian paper uh, published out of Orange County, Los Angeles, Cal- um, actually, no, Orange County um uh, made famous by the OC uh, in the U.S. But um, for those of you who are listening from international faraway places, um, if you are listening from international faraway places, uh, Steve Greenhut and the Orange County Register is published um, in uh, Southern California. And as a matter of fact, they have a, a quarter million circ as well, circulation, that is, uh, daily circulation. Um, so now, without any further ado, we are going to play for you the conversation with Barbara Marshman and Steve Greenhut after this. Don't be left behind. Get the latest online PR tools and services from iPressroom. Powerful, easy to use, available on demand. Extend your sphere of influence online with iPressroom. Tools for online media centers, virtual private press rooms, RSS news feeds, podcasts, and more at www.ipressroom.com. iPressroom, always on, even when you're off. Barbara Marshman and Stephen Greenhut, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks. Now, I'd like to take a, a moment just to set the stage here. Uh, uh, Barbara, I know you are the opinion page editor at the San Jose Mercury News. That's correct. Uh, with a circulation of just over a quarter million um, daily circ. Yes. Uh, 
give us, if you would, just a little background on, on what it is you do every day at the paper. Well, uh, for the editorial pages, we, um, we, we write uh, probably two um, uh, staff editorials or, or editorial board uh, opinion pieces every day. We use um, the number of op-eds varies. It can be between, some days it's just one because we have only one page. On days when we have two pages, it can be um, three, four, five. Uh, and we uh, we run as many letters to the editor as we can. So that's that's the package that I am in charge of. So all three sections: the the editorials, the letters, and the columns. Correct. And 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 Steve, tell us about what you do at the uh, Orange County Register. Well, I uh, write uh, daily editorials, uh, weekly column, and uh, increasingly uh, blog, and uh, do uh, online articles. So that's uh, that part of it is lately, and uh, all the normal, uh, you know, writing, reporting, editorial boards, um, that that, uh, pretty much fills the time. Good, good, good. So, uh, first question for you, Barbara, um, and I just got to get this out of the way because of our audience, what's what's the best way for a uh, PR person to pitch you on an idea? Um, Email. Definitely, rather than phone calls, because uh, phone calls, it's just, it's just so hard to make the time for those conversations. Email, you can uh, set aside for later and think about it and, and, um, you know, and go back more thoughtfully. Um, I would say it's really important for whoever is pitching to, and if they want to succeed, to have a sense of, of what we do write about and what we don't write about. Um, because if someone's always sending us things that are not, you know, in, say, the public policy realm, then, then you're going to start just dis- dismissing those emails or voicemails or whatever. Um, but is that what you meant and how to contact, or were you... Yeah, yeah, no, no, that is what I mean. Just as a follow-up, I mean, because uh, the San Jose Mercury News is the, the, the daily paper of Silicon Valley, are you more interested in public policy issues that relate to technology? We are interested in all kinds of public policy issues. We do, of course, um, uh, we, we, we do have a heavy technology focus in the paper, but on the editorial pages... Um, because we have such a strong business section and many and many uh, business columnists, um, we we have a pretty strong emphasis on um, on community issues, on on the social structure in the valley, and uh, trying to make this place work as a place to live. Uh, we know we know the business and what makes it tick, and and we enjoy writing about that and commenting on things, you know, like. Today we had an editorial on the Yahoo Microsoft uh, deal, but uh, but I would say more of our focus is is on uh, public policy uh, and local and community issues than on than on business. Steve, what about you at the uh, at the OC Reg? Um, uh, what's the best way to contact you? And I mean, do you yeah, receive from a, pictures? from a just uh, process standpoint, obviously email is is really a lot better because you get these phone calls. And, and you just don't always have the time, and then you have to get back to people and playing phone, phone tag. Just the email gives you a real good chance to outline what you're talking about, and then uh, if we're interested, we've, we can follow up. So that's 
really important. Uh, but, you know, one of the things, you know, have a clue about what our editorial philosophy is uh, when you're pitching an editorial. Um, and I get calls all the time from these groups. So, you know, we have a libertarian uh, political philosophy. So we'll have people who will call, you know, advocating us to take an editorial stance on a position that, you know, hell would freeze over several times before <laughs> we would even consider it. And then when I'm... And, when I'm blunt with them about it, I just say, you know, we couldn't possibly do it. Sometimes they, they get mad at me, and I feel like I'm saving everybody a lot of time here rather than uh, just by telling them that, you know, that's not our philosophy. Now, also, it would help to know the distinction between a column, an editorial, um, and uh, I'm surprised how often PR people don't really even even know that. So uh, so know what it is you're pitching. Now, so just because it's our not our editorial philosophy for an editorial. That doesn't mean we might not be able to run a, an op-ed column that, that you, you might do. And um, so, and then, you know, understand that editorial boards are saved. Uh, we get a lot of PR people call on the last for an editorial board when it's, you know, an editorial board's appropriate once in a while, but it, it, it just, um, it's a big, uh, you know, it's a big ordeal and formal thing, and a lot of times it's not really what's most effective. So kind of know how an editorial page works a little bit. Yeah, know who uh, who covers what at the paper, which isn't that hard to figure out because we we print our, the names of the editorial writers and what our specialty areas are. So what would warrant an editorial board meeting and um, and and how would somebody go about requesting one? Well, uh, let's see, the, go- the governor was just in uh, recently on budget things, so that would uh, that would warrant one. Uh, we, uh, we have a sheriff who... Uh, is under indictment for seven federal corruption charges, and uh, so there are sheriffs who uh, uh, candidates who want to replace them. So we have uh, we're going through official editorial boards with the potential replacement candidates. Um, you know, those are things that would be uh, a more formal setting is 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 needed. But usually, what happens is what a per- just figure out what it is you want, and that's what a lot of times people call and they don't know that. If are you trying to influence our editorial position? Do you want? Um, you just want to get something in the paper. So if you want, let's say, um, uh, you just want to uh, influence our opinion on, on an issue, and let's say it's a local issue, I write more about local things. So you call me, and what you really want is just to talk to me for 10 minutes and send me some information that's useful towards my editorial or, or to give me an idea on an editorial. You don't really want an editorial board. You just want uh, an editorial written that might uh, might reflect or at least uh, consider the position you're, you're arguing. So, so I'd, I'd just say start out knowing, knowing a little bit how the page runs uh, and, uh, and knowing what it is you want before you call us. And then, of course, you know, any, any editorial page has its, its position. Understand what the position is. So, uh, um, you know, you might not want... Uh, you, you might be pitching something that is not a position we take as an editorial, but but you might just be trying to soften up the stance we take on an editorial by considering a, a point of view we hadn't considered before, you think we haven't considered before. So recognize that, recognize what you're trying to do, and, and understand at some sophisticated level what it is uh, we think at the editorial page. So, uh, so those things... Um, Often are not. Uh, often, from the people I hear from, PR people, uh, they, they they don't do that. And then, then you know, don't just send us a bunch of press releases on stuff that uh, you know, unless there's some. Just send us stuff that's useful. I mean, we're just trying to we're trying to get a newspaper out every day, and and it's it's a lot of the press releases that are sent out are just um, they're just not 
very professionally done or they're not um, they're not really geared to meet our needs <laughs> they seem to be geared towards uh telling the client that you um you sent out a press release on their behalf yeah and i i think that's i, I think that's part of the the meetings problem too i i think sometimes uh getting a meeting with folks at the paper is a is a plus for the the PR person so so they really want to set up a meeting and then they want to bring in you know 20 people when anything over 3 is not productive uh because you just start getting everybody wants to talk and people start saying the same things over and over again the meeting the meeting is really is really a kind of trap when folks call and want a meeting um, and it's not the governor. I mean, I agree when, when we have, you know, governor or presidential candidate, uh, can't, when we have a contest for mayor in San Jose, the whole board will, will get together. Uh, more often people call about issues and I will send them to the writer who works on that issue. And if that person wants to set up a meeting to have folks come in and talk, that's fine, but it's not really an editorial board meeting more and more since editorial boards are not, you know, not company executives, you know, making weighty decisions from on high, but professional journalists who are, you know, who are doing this uh, full time. And, and uh, you know, you, unless you're really going to learn something from a meeting or unless it, it, it's an issue that the whole board really needs to be get, to get engaged in deciding, um, there is no advantage to us in gathering everyone together, and I would say it's a negative for the PR person who who somehow convinces us to do that, and then we all spend a boring hour listening. It's you know, it is not a good thing for anyone in the end. Now, Barbara, um, obviously there are some executives in your neck of the woods who people want to know about. Um, you know, Steve Jobs, uh, the founders of Google. I mean. Well, our, our personalities that are celebrities. About these folks all the time in in the news pages. Um, we uh, sometimes uh, do have editorial board meetings with major executives. Uh, John Chambers from Cisco um, came in a few weeks ago, and we certainly had a full house for that, and lots of news folks besides. Um, when there when there is somebody who who is uh, you know, a real force in the community and, and is not easy to contact, um, you know, otherwise, and, and also is, um, you know, limited time. A, we, we appreciate those folks coming in to chat with us. Usually they will do it when they've got something on their minds, but sometimes we'll just initiate it. Um, but it, the, the the paper covers these people. Not all of them want to come in and do an editorial board because that's going to be not just talking about business issues. It's probably going to range into into other things. I mean, John Chambers, for instance, uh, the the Cisco um, uh, founder and 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 president, is um, very interested in education. He's really an evangelist for education reform. Uh, so the folks who come into the editorial board usually are coming to talk generally about about the business or about some uh, community focus. Bruce Chisholm from Adobe, for instance, he just retired as their CEO. He's been very active in uh, uh, downtown revival and in the arts, um, and and he's a, a rare CEO who who sees the. Um, 
who sees the value of corporate involvement in the community as a, as a real important part of the business. So there's a guy who likes to talk to us about public policy things. Uh, meanwhile, our reporters are, you know, following Steve Jobs all around. He's, he's really not a public policy guy. He's all into his computers, and, and we have actually never met with Steve Jobs. So moving on from the from the editorial board meetings, uh, another question both of you I'd, I'd like to, to get from you. What is your policy on going off the record, and what does off the record mean to you? Uh, well, for, you know, for we always kind of negotiate it. I, I always assume everything's on the record, and unless uh, unless we negotiate or something otherwise, and uh, I figure that um, uh, PR people are uh, are sophisticated uh, people who deal with the media, so they would uh, if they forget to negotiate something off the record. It's it's tough. <laughs> I mean, you, it's something uh, something you you need to uh, know. But but yeah, we'll talk about. Uh, I'll, I'll just we'll just lay it out specifically. I'll, I'll say, okay, if we negotiate it, we'll say, look, I, I won't quote you, but the information's fair game. Or I uh, would just spell it out that way um, uh, to, to whatever whatever they want. Um, and we, we don't use a lot of uh, anonymous sources, but, of course, it's often worthwhile to meet people on background information if it could help us uh, provide a, a fuller uh, understanding of, of, of what's happening. Barbara, what yeah, about you? I would, I would exactly. We we work exactly the same way. I would, I would just add that um, the value of going off the record depends a great deal on on the trust level with the people in the room. Um, if there are folks that you know that we don't know well or that we know are trying really hard to spin us in a direction that does not seem intuitive, then going off the record. Um, you know, may or may not be a value because if we don't trust things, when, when people say they don't want to be quoted on something uh, or, you know, don't want information to get out and you don't really know those people and trust them, then uh, the information is all but worthless, you know, unless it's something you can confirm someplace else. So trust is really important with, uh, with public relations folks who, who deal with us. If we have a level of trust with with them, then uh, their material is going to get a lot more uh, attention, and and uh, and they'll ultimately have probably better access. Now, obviously, as a result of um, really important. I mean, one of the things that I'm shocked by is how few of the PR folks contact me before they have something to pitch me. Yeah, I mean, it's just shocking to me. All of a sudden, when they have something to pitch, but there are a handful of them that that just. Um, They've just been in touch over the ten years I've been here, and um, they've gotten to know me first. And then when they have a big story or a problem, um, well, I certainly will more apt to take the call of someone I know. And uh, you know, and often uh, the people who will contact us from PR firms will be, you know, the young. They'll have a young person out of school, which is which is great. But the person when you're calling. A community reporter maybe to, to, to pitch a simple event, that's fine. But if you're calling an editorial writer and you're trying to make a, uh, you're asking them to make a relatively sophisticated argument about something and the person who's pitching it doesn't understand the argument themselves, which is common, uh, that's, that's not going to be very effective. And, and sometimes I get the feeling um, that these editorial boards, going back to the editorial board a little bit, that the point of them from the PR person is to be able to tell the client that we had an editorial board meeting and you have to recognize that when we're in an editorial board meeting that may be work 
for the PR firm, you know, it might be billable hours and viewed as a, as a productive morning. For us, it's not that productive. It's only productive to the degree that we've learned something that help us meet our deadline for the day or for whatever we're working on. So often it's just a time drag more than a, uh, than a, than a help to us, and your goal should be to help us you know, help us do our jobs more effectively in a way that, you know, reflects what you're trying to advocate, not uh, not just waste our time, because the folks who come in and waste their, my time once, okay, but I'm not going to be real eager to do it again. Let's talk for a minute, if we can, about sort of the state of the news business. I mean, there was a time when when that uh, newspaper hit your doorstep in the morning, I mean, you didn't you didn't know what the headlines were, and now, obviously, you know, with everyone having access to the wires on uh, Google News and Yahoo News, you know, information is becoming somewhat commoditized. And my question, I'd be interesting, uh, and Barbara, maybe you could take this first. Um, do you think opinion is becoming more important as a result? Well, it, everybody has one, and anybody with. Ten bucks, they can can start a blog, and and uh, so in that sense, in that sense, I mean, yes, opinion people people are people love talk radio. There are lots of avenues for opinion. Um, I don't know what the future is for editorial pages. I mean, we try to to really research. We don't just spout opinions off the cuff. We try to research them. We have. We have some basic philosophies. I think probably not as pure a philosophy as the Orange County Register, which really is, you know, libertarian. You you know that going in. We can, you know, we we're a little more uh, nuanced in some areas. And and I was going to say, Stephen, when you get those folks who who have have material that you're really not interested in, maybe you should just send them to us because we may be. Um, but uh, I don't know at long term whether the sort of anonymous opinion of the newspaper is going to have meaning. Right now, it still does, and community issues, we still see that we can influence what happens um, locally, um, and and that's kind of what I'm in the business for. That's what I care about. Um, and I think for for news organizations in general, yes, you 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 have uh, you know when you get up in the morning what happened the day before on the you know in the war and things like that. But but you still newspapers are still not um, the only place to get real local news. You don't have great websites uh, covering community news and and. Uh, so and and I think you know that that's one reason we focus a lot of our um, energy. We will comment on on the war from time to time and things like that. But but uh, and on national legislation that's going to affect our area. But we try to keep our focus local because we do think that uh, um, that's an area where we can still do a lot of value added and and. Uh, it may not be duplicated so much on the web. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, completely. I, that, I focus mostly on on local and uh, issues. Uh, we do have there are some blogs that do local coverage, but I find that they often have. Um, uh, well, they often have interests uh, that are. That's uh, fine. It's just that to, to get uh, to, you still need a newspaper to uh, to analyze some of the the local. Goings on and the state goings on; those are things that are, are uh, clearly national, international news are commodities. Uh, the local and state and regional stuff is is uh, not. 
And uh, but newspaper business is changing, and not uh, not from my perspective for the better. I mean, we're we're shrinking, we're getting smaller, um, but we still have a have a uh, I think a lot of influence. But uh, nobody knows where the industry is going. I, I don't think um, we were talking earlier that we I don't think the blogging we all do it, but I don't think that's the newspaper strength because we're we're held to a newspaper standard. Um, and some of the local blogs, I mean, some are very good, but some, uh, you know, they they uh, they don't have the same standards of reporting and accuracy that we have, and they don't have the same conflict of interest um, issues. I could think of a couple examples where the people writing on local blogs about issues have uh, direct financial interests, and uh, putting a one line at the end saying that uh, disclaimer, I don't think um, under uh, under. It changes that, uh, so uh, so yeah. So we have we have a lot of challenges in the newspaper business. We don't. Nobody knows where it's going. All all the newspapers are facing layoffs and and, and uh, declining. Maybe it's leveling off at some places, but there's been been large declines in circulation. We don't know where it's going to go. Part of it is is technology. Part of it is um, I think mistakes made by the newspaper industry itself. But but the fact is, as PR people, you've got to deal with a lot more media now. Uh, it's good because you can, uh, for you, you can get around us. We're not the only gatekeepers. Of course, I think we still offer something that uh, you're not going to find getting getting uh, uh, some information posted on a, on somebody's independent blog uh, might might not be as still as useful. And Steve, then we, Steve, in you know, we try view, if I can to just do a variety of things in terms of their. Steve, their let me interrupt you for one sec. Yeah, because you said um, that the newspaper industry has made some mistakes. Yeah, sure. In your view. <laughs> What are those mistakes? Oh gosh! Um, well, one of the things I, I think we've uh, think over the years the newspaper business has gotten away from uh, the real emphasis on hard hitting news. I've always had trouble with uh, the community news idea. Not com- I like community news, but I like the, the idea of of a uh, certain amount of fluff. Uh, there, there are all sorts of things. Uh, more sophisticated analysis. Of what's happened to the newspaper industry all all over the web, of course. Uh, one one theory uh, is that we've all we've been operating mainly in monopoly markets for so many years, so we've been less able to uh, to adapt to a competitive environment. Um, uh, and and I think we're uh, we're the ultimate vertical. I mean, um, horizontal publication. I mean, we're we try to appeal to everybody, and and in a world in the web world, uh, appeals to. Vertical interests, you know, uh, uh, really deep interests. I mean, I, I did a uh, search for uh, Madagascar hissing roaches, and I think you got like a hundred thousand hits. And there are people with uh, their own publications about some really strange and narrow thing. And we're trying to, you know, deliver every day, you know, the daily miracle that covers everything in a community. And and that's. Uh, uh, my thinking has always been that we need to be more a collection of vertical things where where you provide intense interest. Like our editorial page at the register, we're we're uh we're we're strange really. I mean to have a very uh a strong uh opinion and one that's not always in play. I mean we're we're uh I hate Republicans as much as I hate Democrats. They're both uh, <laughs> non starters. I can't stand any of them. Uh, so sometimes we're stuck arguing a position that uh you know that hasn't been argued since Grover Cleveland made the case. And uh 
and uh, this is actually my last good president in my view. So, so you can tell, and we're, and we're, we're, but we're in a major urban area or three million circulation. We're making making arguments that strike people as strange. I think they're the arguments that are echo the founders' arguments. I think they're still relevant. So we're we're challenged with having to make those relevant. So that's what I'm getting at. That, we're, but yet we we have a strong readership on our editorial. So we provide something that not everybody likes. It's not meant to appeal to everybody. And I think the different segments within the newspaper uh, need to appeal to strong interests. So that's, but I don't know. You know, I'm not sure I know what I'm talking about, but those are some of my theories on it. Barbara, you have obviously a, a, a broad view because you're in charge of the whole shebang, the editorials, the columns, and the letters. And new media pundits uh, frequently um, uh, say that the reason new media is uh, so great, the promise of new media, is the ability to engage people in a conversation. It's a two-way medium. And obviously, newspapers, you know, are not really two-way. I mean, certainly you pick a handful of, of letters and you put them in, but there's there's just not time to listen to everything that's being said when you're, uh, you know, creating a, a daily newspaper that has to be distributed. So I, I guess just big picture, um, how do you think editorial pages um, just generally speaking, can better engage readers moving forward? Well, I think, um, I, again, I agree with everything uh, Steve said about, about, the, um, about mis- mistakes the business has made, but I think the big one has been being late for the train on, on new media, on the website. I, I think the fundamental economic problem is that everybody kind of thought, you know, Getting everything we can for free on the web was a great idea, and now all of a sudden, as advertising migrates to the web, uh, but doesn't pay nearly as much money for advertising, you know, impact on the web, um, we are we are finding that you know not charging for our for journalism it is you know that that's what really has us has the industry in a bind now. We are all uh, trying to be more interactive. Um, my paper, for instance, uh, my pages, we are, we are just working with our web producer now. We're going to start um, posting editorial topics, things we are planning to write about in the next few days. Um, yeah, post them on a forum and invite a comment, and, and uh, that comment might influence the ultimate editorial, or might, uh, you know, we might publish excerpts of the, of the online comment, and, and, the, and we'll promote that in the paper every day and, and try to get people going online and establish more of a, of a relationship. We publish, uh, we only have room for, you know, six, eight, ten letters a day but in the paper, but we um, nearly always, and I am I'm hoping um, we're going to be able to start doing this every day, pretty much post the rest online, unedited, you know, I mean, maybe skim them to make sure there's nothing um, terrible in there, but, but, uh, but you know, try, trying to get folks looking online for more material. Uh, let me just say one more thing. One, one of the things that I think we offer coming from newspapers um, more so than, than um, a, a lot of the other folks who are out there blogging and so on, um, we really try to do uh, reasoned arguments and publish reasoned arguments, and and we try to encourage uh, civil debate. 
um, we have an area where where we're you know we're not um, you know there 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 are often two sides of the story. It's 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 ironic. It's a strong business area. At the same time, it's uh, labor is strong here in some areas, and you you get these real debates going and. And what you tend to have on the web often is folks, you know, shouting at each other and, and uh, you know, name-calling. And, and, I mean, the, the more outrageous you are on the web, the, that, that, that sort of success on the web. And we actually try to encourage uh, a more civil debate that will bring people together um, it may be a lost cause, but but it's you know it's what we try to do, and and I'm not sure as we as as we do more and more on the web, I'm you know I'm I'm not sure that that gets the young people who tend to go to go to sites that they already agree with and read inflammatory material about the other side. Um, we're trying to do something different, but I but I think we're all working at trying to make it more interactive. I think eventually. Everything goes on the web. I, I, I suspect there will always be something on paper for at least another 40 or 50 years, but, but I think the generation coming up now is more, uh, uh, more comfortable getting material online than getting it on paper, and I think that's um, over the next 20 years. I think that's the way we'll be moving. I don't know if uh, either of you saw the um, short Flash movie uh, released in, I think, '03 by the Center for Media and Democracy called Epic 2014. Uh, but the one thing that it did predict cr- uh, correctly was that uh, we're moving towards a place where all media will be shallow, trivial, uh, most of it untrue. Mm-hmm. Well, like it's always been, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that it's that different. I mean, uh, it's you know, there's always been... Uh, uh, shoddy uh, publications, and there have always been, uh, uh, you know, good ones. And uh, I think it's the same way online. I mean, there's some really serious good stuff. As a reader, I mean, I, I'm amazed now. I, I don't have to wait for uh, uh, the gatekeeper to uh, to tell me about the report. I just read the whole report myself. Yeah, that is great. So I... That's the great side. Then the bad side, you know, Barbara pointed out, there's no question there's this, this uh, you know, this little complaining, uh, I don't know what you call it, just this, this whole aspect of, of just trying to smear each other and go for the cheap headline. Isn't it called shooting fraud? Uh, well, I, so I'm a little. Di- I, I I just don't. I just think there. You know, anything like this. There's the good and the bad, and the, the bad is uh, what we. There's there's both, and and you just have to be uh, as as um, readers or. Uh, Providers of news, we just have to uh, to recognize uh, uh, both things. And uh, but you know, newspapers are trying desperately to be relevant on the web, and I uh, I don't know that we're always succeeding because we we have uh, uh, some issues that we we can't be and we don't want to be like some of these local blogs that are uh, you know or any of the blogs that. To just sit there and add a couple paragraphs of uh, of, of uh, opinionating um, off the top of their head. I mean, there's you know bloggers uh, sitting there in their underwear blogging. I mean, we we bring something different, and then we're held to a different standard too. But we do have to be involved actively and seriously in in uh, blogging. I spend a lot of time on blogs now, but of course the readership isn't the same as my column. Uh, but then I realize we're trying to do we try to do different things. I mean, my um, my column, I try to move public opinion more. 
uh, the blog, sometimes I, I'm only concerned about the opinion of five people of the board members of the board of supervisors. That might be my only target, or or uh, I, I might do a blog that's targeted at one particular legislator. Uh, and so it's a different it's a different game, and it's um, uh, we're still trying to master how to play it. Uh, Steve Greenhut. Opinion page uh, editorial writer and columnist um, at the Orange County Register, and uh, Barbara Marshman, opinion page editor at the San Jose Mercury News. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, thanks so much. You've been listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the web to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web impacts corporate reputations, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com.